We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. But you know, his thinking was right. God's greater. Hallelujah. God's greater. That was his thought. You're greater. You're bigger than this cancer. You're greater. Well, thank God he didn't know about what the Bible said. Yeah, I guess he found out about it later. But we know that that greater one's on the inside of us. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So we can say greater is he that's in us than the forces that are round about us. I don't care what they may be facing us. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, How to Increase Your Spiritual Effectiveness, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. In studying about the name in, uh, in the Acts of the Apostles, we discovered something else, their boldness. Well, you could also call it, just like I just got through calling it, holy fearlessness. Hallelujah. And when there on the, at the gate called Beautiful, when that crippled man was healed, and then Peter and John were taken in quest and commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus, and, then being let go, they went to their own company, reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. They lifted up their voice in one accord to God in prayer, and so on, and concluded that prayer. But saying, Grant that thy servants shall be able to speak thy word with boldness. Hallelujah. And if you'll read on through, they, they had that, that utter fearlessness and boldness, even in the face of great opposition and persecution. And so when that boldness is lost, and when that holy fearlessness is lost, then, then we become fearful to act upon God's word. And you won't hear people say then when they lose that, you won't hear them say, I can do all things in him today. Hallelujah. And yet that's what the Bible said. Paul said, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. You try to help people with that sometimes, Christian people, and they would say, uh, I've had him to say to me, well, yeah, but Paul was an apostle. Well, he didn't say I can do all things because of Paul. He said because he's in Christ. Paul wasn't in Christ anymore and you're in Christ. Christ didn't belong to Paul anymore and he belongs to you. Paul wasn't any more of a Christian than you're a Christian. There are not any people that's more Christian or less Christian than somebody else. Did you hear me? I said he had a call of God, an apostle, a missionary to the Gentiles. But that didn't make him more saved or less saved. That didn't make him more of a Christian or less Christian. That didn't make him more in Christ than anybody else is in Christ. Are you listening to me? See, see, we get our minds over here in the sense realm, over in the human reasoning realm, on these things that really hinder us. But blessed be God, when you get into the word of God for yourself, begin to study God's word, you can absolutely be fearless. Hallelujah. And you can say, I can do all things in him today, bless God, and tomorrow and every other day. No, when the spiritual initiative in one's life is low, you will never hear one say, greater is he that's in me than the forces that surround me. I know, uh, you know, that's First John 4, 4. It said, greater is he that's in me than he is in the world. Well, that's the forces that surround you, aren't they? 
I don't know, it just helps me to say it that way. I said, that just helps me to say it that way. Praise God. I always, for, for years, practiced this. And no matter what I faced, and you face a lot of things, and from the natural standpoint, you feel so inadequate. But we're not going by our natural abilities. But I found that it helped me greatly. Praise God to ahead of time, before I came up on the situation, so to speak. I knew it's coming. Just to make my confession, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The greater one's in me. Hallelujah. And just lean on him, trust in him. And it's amazing then how quickly you can get through some hard places. Praise the Lord. Because you're just, you're just sort of leaning back on him. And he's greater than any force you face. And he's greater than any power you face. And he's greater than any test you face. And he's greater than any enemy that you face. And he's greater than demons. And he's greater than sickness. And he's greater than disease. I think about uh, we folks who believe in divine healing. You know, have to encourage one another almost to believe. To act on God's word. Uh, but I was reading the testimony of, a, of a, several years ago of an admiral in the Navy, and, and the testimony was, uh, was sworn to by the Secretary of Navy as being truth. You see, here this man, they discovered, you see, that he had cancer. And his, his liver is uh, just about eaten up. It's about gone. It's only functioned about uh, 10%. And you can't live. I mean, he just, well, they just actually in the government hospital put him in the ward where all the terminal cases are. And he said the, 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 the atmosphere was so in there of fear and death was so dense that it seemed like if he'd had a knife, he could just cut a chunk of it out. The very atmosphere, you see, is dense, filled with fear, filled with death. Just hang over it, you know, like a cloud. And so they told him, said, now you've got about 10 days at the most to live. If you haven't made a will, you need to make a will. You need to get his wife. And so his wife, they called her and she came. Because he is in the hospital one place, she is another place. But he said, I lay there that night. There's a man, grown man, you see, on, on a bed beside me. There's a ward, you see. And, uh, and talking to him and, and that fellow, you know, he had terminal cancer also. In the nighttime, I heard him crying. But he said, I said, first of all, to myself, well, you know, I, uh, I'm not in fellowship with God, but I knew God when I was a kid. Went to a denominational church. But he said, I knew God when I was 13 years old. I made a commitment to God. I was born again. But then he backslid all these years, never walked in the light of what he knew. So he said, the first thing I did was get back in fellowship with God. And I knew he took me back. I had peace on the inside of me. He never heard anybody ever say anything about divine healing because he hadn't even been in church for years. But he said, God, there's not anything too hard for you. And I know this much, that you're, you're, you're greater and bigger than this cancer. <laughs> it's just easy for you to heal this cancer it would be to heal a headache. And I just don't believe that it's the will of God, that your will, 
for me to be cut off here in the midlife, so to speak. I, I, I can't believe that. And I'm just going to pray and ask you to heal me. That's a very simple matter for you. And I just thank you for it. Just, just very, he said, just a very dry prayer, very, but very sincere. Well, his wife came. She fell down and started, you know, by the bed to cry. And he said, there's no use crying. I'm not going to die. <laughs> well, yeah, but now the doctor, well, he said, I don't care what the doctor said. So he, in this 10-day period, to give him the live, instead of growing worse and worse and worse and finally dying, he kept getting better every day and getting better every day, getting better every day, and getting better every day, getting better every day. And they said, well, we don't understand. After the 10 days he didn't die, they started running tests on his liver. And they said, well, we don't understand it. It was operating, you know, functioning about 10%. It's up functioning now about uh, 60%. And then they'd run tests every day or two. And it was 70%. It was 80%. It was 90%. Finally, it's functioning normally. <laughs> and they began then to run other tests on him. They couldn't find a trace of it. It had all disappeared. He not only had cancer in the liver, you know, but spleen, I don't know, several other places in the body. They'd all, it all disappeared. Had some, had, had some malignant tumors, and they'd all disappeared. Well, their, their, their story was that it went into remission. We don't understand why it did, but it did. If it doesn't come back, if it doesn't break out somewhere else in two years, well, you're home free. Two years afterwards, while he is home free, praise God, couldn't find a trace of it. But I thought about the faith of that man, the initiative of that man, having never had any teaching, having never heard anybody say anything about anything like that. But you know, his thinking was right. God's greater. Hallelujah. God's greater. That was his thought. You're greater. You're bigger than this cancer. You're greater. Well, thank God he didn't know about what the Bible said. Yeah, I guess he found out about it later. But we know that that greater one's on the inside of us. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So we can say greater is he that's in us than the forces that are around about us. I don't care what there may be facing us. He's greater. And he's in me. Well, what's he doing in me? <laughs> I've asked that question for many years. If he, is he just excess baggage for me to carry through life? <laughs> just another burden for me to bear? No, he's in there to help me. And you know what I've found out? I've discovered you see, when I make that initiative in prayer, praise God, and, and will not lose that initiative in boldness, in those hard places, and they come, they're going to come. I found out every single time he rises up in me. I wish I knew how to describe it. It's not like the old Scotsman said, it's better felt than telt. <laughs> But from somewhere way down in here, he rises up in me. I can feel him. And he gives illumination to my mind, direction to my spirit. Hallelujah to Jesus. 
And you experienced that a few times. You're almost, instead of, instead of grumbling and a fussing about a hard place, you're almost out looking for one. <laughs> Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the two-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, Hold Fast to the Word. Also from Kenneth Hagan, the four-CD set, Man's Impossibility, God's Possibility. All this for the special price of $25. That's $17 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We do Living Faith Crusades. Yes. We're starting, our schedule starts in January. January, yes. But if you want to know where we're going to be throughout the year, just go visit rhema.org and you can see our upcoming itinerary and mm -hmm. where we're going to be. If we're coming into your area, we yes. want you to come in, out and see us. And, That's right. And tell us, hey, I'm a partner. I watch the television broadcast because we like to talk to those we people. Do. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. That's tomorrow on Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.